0: everybody, and welcome back to Back When with myself, Scottish Danny, and the great Ty Peters. How are we doing today, mate?
1: Danny, it's, it's always a pleasure to join you, and I, I can't wait to discuss our topic, and uh, I'm going to let everybody uh, find out by the great Danny what that uh, subject will be and what episode we're going to be covering. Actually,
0: it's a TV series, so Danny, uh, I'll throw it back to you. Yep, today we're going to be looking at a virtually unknown TV show, um, because uh, this is from the brilliant film called Time Cop. Well, they actually had a spin-off TV series in the mid-90s, and today we're going to be looking at the first episode, which is called A Rip in Time. And I have to ask straight away, Ty, uh, have you ever seen the, the movie Time Cop? I have not seen
1: the film nor the uh, TV series until now. Uh, doing our preparation, getting ready for a brand new episode of Back When. So that's a, probably a first for me. Uh, I'm a big fan of Jean-Claude Van Damme, and, and also I'm becoming a supporter of this program, uh, but still have not watched the actual movie that was the inspiration for the program.
0: Oh, yeah. it's it's In my opinion, it's Jean-Claude Van Damme's best film, and he had a lot of great films, but that's my favorite. But um, Oh, he did. Yeah. What's your favorite film of his that's a good one. My favorite
1: uh, Van Damme film. I'm even trying to think. As, uh, you asked a, a great question there, Danny. Probably yeah. my favorite have to be the Bloodsport movies. Oh, yeah. yeah. It has to be those films. Uh, I love those where he has yeah. to go underground and fight. Uh, th- those are gripping. Uh, so that has to rank up there on my list is concerning uh, Van Damme films.
0: Yeah, they were fantastic. I mean, he's had such a long career, but that's straight off the bat. Is just when I put this on, I was thinking, oh, maybe he's involved somehow in the, in the series, but unfortunately not. But it's still. A great uh, I was TV hoping ship. so too.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't mean to interrupt, but I, I was just uh, echoing your sentiments. I I was really hoping that we'd uh, get maybe some kind of collaboration by Van Dam, but but I can see why most TV series. Want to come at it, a, you know, their own way. So, probably that's that explains why.
0: Yeah, it, it's very much like the Robocop TV series that they also had around this time, where um, you have these massive movies and then you have these little unknown, real, really um, TV series, is you?
1: Yeah, it, it's
0: very interesting
1: that you bring that up, Danny, because you see a lot of TV series that are inspired by the actual movie adaptions and. Uh, case in point with, you know, Tom Cop. It it was just, it's unbelievable how movies inspire TV series. It's actually a common thing. However, it's amazing the lack of education thereof that a lot of us, including myself in that conversation, are not aware of uh, these various projects that found some success. Unfortunately, this did not And you can help me and correct me and clarify, Danny. This uh, series only lasted, what, one season, though?
0: Yeah, greatly said, mate. Yeah, this uh, only lasted one series. Um, It was first broadcast on the 22nd of September 1997 on the ABC network. But what was most shocking for me about this is this was actually set in 2007. So it's like... Yeah, it was astonishing that, yeah, 2007, it was...
1: Seeing the future from the late 90s, and and think about it now, Danny, we're in 2023, so it's unreal that 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 was futuristic back then, and and we're already past two thousand seven.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, that's what stood out to me, it was thinking, wow, do you think we're going to have time machines and uh, flying cars in 2007? They were way off.
1: <laughs> well, they, they were off, but it, it wouldn't surprise me, uh, given about another decade or two, we, we could see a lot of how these films depicted, and we're trying mm-hmm. to be prophetic in a sense. And it, it's actually scary with how technology is so advanced, and, and think of how it's developed and came along currently in the present day. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if we actually do start seeing some of these movies come to life in a sense and have a, uh, kind of a, a reality that's, that we thought was, uh, kind of, you were crazy just by uh, yeah. mentioning it, but evidently, I mean, thanks. It gave inspiration to these ideas, the origins and concepts to the, these type of shows. And, and I, I'd say we, we might see cars flying. Who knows? It, I mean, the way they're doing cars now with, with, what is it uh electricity is that the cars i know at least as far as the states we're seeing a lot more of those automobiles where you don't even need gas anymore so that's Mm. futuristic to me i I never thought there'd be a day in my my 36 years of living that i we would actually witness that so that goes to show you
0: yeah greatly said mate and so the crux of this episode is about jack the ripper what do you think about uh, a TV show starting out with such a controversial topic, um, Ty. I found it compelling right away because uh, Jack the
1: Ripper, I actually followed that story in, in the history oh. books and, and, and people that were trying to find out his true identity. So it was a kind of a, a fascinating spin to uh, the Ripper story. And it, it was neat because they are able to go back in time. So the scene, the opening scene, part of me starts out and begins. On November 7th of 1888, during the late 1800s in London, and that that's what set up the scene. And I, I'll let you take it from there, Danny. But I yeah. found it gripping uh, would be another way to uh, phrase it. it. It caught my eye, my attention, just based on Jack the Ripper and this whole concept that they were cops that could travel back in time. Instead of mm-hmm. going to the future, they could go back to the past.
0: Yeah, And that's what I really like. On the movie Time Cop, it's more they're going through the past, they're going to the past rather than the future. But it's like sort of like back and forth, a lot of it. But it's just like, the way I saw this was like, they're taking a real story that happened, Jack the Ripper. I haven't heard too much about that case, but I do know um, it happened in Whitechapel, I believe, in London. Um, And it's just like, I was shocked that they put this as the debut episode, the debut storyline for a brand new television show, but yeah, you summed me up. Me as well. Yeah, compelling. I was outright compelled throughout this entire episode. Well, it,
1: it caught you right in that opening scene. I mean, we, we see him a serious figure and a woman approaches, uh, you know, this figure and, and maybe I'm getting it a, a little confused because, it, you know, it's been a while since I reviewed it. So you can help me out, Danny. And then we, we see the man try to kill her that we thought was the ripper, but, it's another man uh, surveilling what's occurring and he kills the assailant thus saving the victim at least we thought I'll let you kind of break down that scene more I don't want to give it all away because I I want to leave it for my tag team partner here so what (laughs) what was your impressions of of that scene where we think oh that's Jack the Ripper but a nice twist because it was somebody else who ended up taking him out and assuming that identity
0: yeah from what I do know about Jack the Ripper Um, there's always been conspiracy theories on it and things like that. But I do believe the one that there were multiple people who were murdering um, these ladies of the night, uh, as we should say. But so very much like the real case, it's like they were playing true to it with this opening scene because it was uh, just to use the wrestling term. It was a swerve at the beginning.
1: No, it it was. I mean, uh, you have to borrow for that analogy because it was. Uh, it was very simplistic, but yet it had enough intricacies in the details that you had to pay attention. Because if you blinked, you would miss a important uh, part of the story they were conveying to the viewers. And yeah, Jack the Ripper alone, as a historic case, has always been uh, captivating in the weirdest of ways because he, he was a monster. This guy really was a lunatic. Or if it was multiple people, that— Mm. That could off, you know, be a scenario, excuse me. And I mean, and she even indicated that, you know, he killed Jack the Ripper and suddenly it was Catherine. The lady learns her, you know, who she thought was her hero and body Jack the Ripper. And then she dies. So she thought she was safe for a moment. Then it just took that split second. Well, Mm. Unfortunately and sadly for her, she gets killed. Uh, so yeah. uh, just a, a very interesting uh, back and forth just in that opening scene or at least, you know, the first few uh, scenes, however. Hmm. I mean, what was your – when he approached Catherine, how did you like that? How it – you know, it, we we talked about it was kind of a twist, swerve, however you want to word it or you borrow it from the terminology. What did you think? Did Was there a moment you said to yourself – Oh, wait a minute, she's going to be spared, or did you? Could you just see it coming? Not did you, but could you see
0: it coming? I'll even correct my own grammar there. <laughs> no, certainly. Um, I was fooled uh, with this because when he brought out the um, sort of futuristic knife that he had as well, it was like, Oh man, I I felt like I'd been tricked, like swerved, because, and I think that was that's what uh, made me want to watch the rest of the episode. But then straight from there, we get the um, the pretty amazing uh, intro, which I really enjoyed. What did you think about the intro, little video that they had going on here? Oh, the intro was to me ahead of its time. We we're yeah. talking
1: nineteen ninety seven. I, I thought it was uh, very. Nicely executed. So I, mm. once again, a show needs a good intro too. I mean, and it delivered and that's once again, it resonated with me. It, it, uh, it, I gravitated toward it just like yeah. yourself, Danny. So I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was, uh, done, uh, superbly.
0: Yeah it's very simplistic but it's very effective as well because it's like this is what they thought at the time would be what the world would be in 10 years because we see I was actually shocked to see that they actually used the um the time machine the time traveling machine um from the actual film it's the same one that they use here yeah they did
1: they they were staying true to the film and and how this story how they could play it over a course of uh, several episodes to be episodic, so that that was uh, cleverly executed on their behalf, and a, a very talented team of writers, producers, uh, uh, directors. I don't know if it was just one or multiple directors that uh, were chosen, selected for these. One thing I, I noticed right off the bat: its lead character is Jack Logan, played by actor Ted King, and I loved his mm. attitude. He he's arrogant, probably seems obnoxious, but he. He means well. He's got good morals. And it was just that dynamic alone already was uh, making an impression on me just watching yeah. him from this uh, opening or first episode. I know we used the opening kind of redundantly, but it, but it's true. Let's just say the first episode.
0: Yeah, well said, mate. And yeah, um, Logan, uh, to me, is very much like um, – Jean-Claude Van Damme's character which I can't remember his name on the, on the film but it's very much the same type of character where uh, he's so confident in himself and he's like yeah I'll just get this done but um can almost come off I don't want to say arrogant but um sort of like a bit full of himself but I, I guess it I guess it goes hand in hand when you're a police officer doesn't it <laughs> Yeah, you, you kind of have to have that persona. He's very yeah. boastful or so it
1: appears, meaning it seems, and he's just got a swagger about him. I mean, he he's tailor-made uh, Ted King, the actor who portrayed Jack Logan, who was played by Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, you're so correct uh, in the original uh, film of Time Cop. Uh, And Officer Claire Hemmings, just their chemistry together was so good, played by Christy Conway, the actress, downloaded that program into Logan's mind so he can remember past events via the technology they possessed at the time, that program's memories back into one's subconscious. So I I found that very uh, just interesting. I mean, what were your thoughts, you know, as their dialogue and and kind of going through the, the new programs as they were?
0: I think that for the basically the first scene after the intro is really well done because you would think that these two actors or these two characters had known each other for years and years and years, yet this is the first time we're seeing them. And um, I actually really enjoy the chemistry as well, like Hugh. They almost seem like almost like a brother and sister type thing where they're kind of competitive throughout the um, the series. I'm not going to spoil the rest of the series, but... Uh, uh, yeah, they do. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. there's that uh, competition between them, I, I think, yeah. perfectly said. Definitely. And, um, yeah, and so they're kind of having to go back in time. The crux of this is, like, they have to go back and sort out this... Um, the Ripper crime because it's basically affecting uh, well, 19, well, 2007's um timeline. So, if they go back, just like on the film, they've realized that a criminal has gone back on his own and they have to go back and get him. And that's what I really like that the storyline's so simple yet easy to follow as well. I did too. Essentially, they can go back and change history, yeah, uh,
1: which is fantasy, but if you're thinking of it in terms of tv or a film uh that works it's plausible
0: yeah and it's like every i mean we all have that um fantasy of of just going back and changing one thing whether it be the war or any anything that just didn't really need to happen that changed the world but so I think it's very easy for people to watch this and think, "Oh man, I wish I could go back in time as well." Because that was the initial thought I had when I was watching this. I thought, "Yeah, Jack the Ripper um, was a very serious case," and uh, I you you can actually go to. I live about I'd say about half an hour away from where it happened and you they actually do tours about it i think you have to pay but you can actually go on a tour of where it happened and the surrounding wow. areas of white Whitechapel. um yeah so it's actually quite interesting as well especially in, in some of the later scenes because i doubt they actually went to the real Whitechapel area um because i believe i have this yeah i have my suspicions so it's yeah, yeah, it's probably
1: going to be a lot somewhere, uh, truthfully. Yeah. Knowing Hollywood, how how they're able <laughs> to do it, but they they did a uh, nice job casting the the British uh, actors because they were very seemed traditional. I'm assuming you can help educate us over here in the states about the accents, you know, especially yeah. in London, because I know they vary. Because like where you're at, and you go to like Yorkshire, they're they're very different how they speak. It's but we always seem to hear, I guess, the typical London accent, you know, to us Americans. So it, it's. That's what is uh, compelling, and it, it it ties in here because we see a lot of the uh, the differences between the way, like I talk, or if you go to New York or Chicago or L.A., they yeah. they all have their way of uh, speaking. So to me, that that's what's also very, uh, you know, intriguing. It's just the uh, different dialects, even within the same universal language. So did Mm. did they get it correct with us? Because a lot of those actors and actresses, I'm assuming, are from England. So I I would think they would have talked pretty similar or sounded uh, like a lot of the people close to your region, Danny. I mean, what what were your impressions?
0: I think, in all honesty, they tried their best. (laughs) But um, the problem with that is that's not how people talk in Whitechapel at all. Well nowadays, I mean this could have they could have talked like that in the eighteen hundreds. But and I, I get what you're saying completely because there's a way I talk and then there's a way um say someone like Benny Mack would talk. Um it's, it's just it's just all comes down to accents, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and I, hey we're we're still uh discussing time cap but, you know, time cop, let me say it again. But it just came to my mind you know, because we often get on these tangents about the different accents and, and uh, you know, from somebody that's based over in the U.K. and in England and near the Whitechapel district where the Jack the Ripper case happened because yeah. Tom Cops is focused on this uh, very case. It just I was interested to find out from you, Danny, about if they really sound like that. But you made a good uh, a comparison or not really comparison, but a, a good point. That's a better way of saying it. That it, they may have taught differently back during that time frame, meaning the late eighteen hundreds. So who knows? But at yeah. least they tried. It's an A, A for effort. Maybe a B if you're grading. Maybe C. Who knows? But yeah, they they did pretty good.
0: Yeah, definitely. And you have to always remember um this show if it wasn't a canadian tv production that was uh, filming this it was like you said hollywood so they have to cater to like an american or slash canadian or worldwide audience so what when the world thinks, oh yeah, um, British people just drink tea and have have biscuits with the Queen and things like that, they kind of have to cater to that because they wouldn't understand, say, someone like uh, they wouldn't understand people from like East London that um, rebel against the Queen <laughs> or anything like that. So, yeah, it was yeah, it's, it's
1: stereotypical. It's because mm. we we just got so conditioned to that's the way the culture is in England. And uh, but if we've learned anything. Like we did a couple episodes back, you, a lot of uh, heavy metal and rebellious type movements occurred in England. So it's not like yeah. everybody's just sipping tea. There were there was a <laughs> lot. You know, you think of Judas Priest, Iron Maiden. I know people are going, "Oh, we know Tyler's such a big fan. He's got to sneak in some kind of rock reference." But I couldn't help it. <laughs> I mean, we're we're taught about rebellion, and and not that those guys were necessarily doing it out of rebellion, but you know what I mean. Huh. You just yeah. a lot of a lot of us associated that's like certain parts of America. People only, you know get to experience what they see on tv or a movie they they don't yeah. the reality or authenticity is often uh glossed over so uh, so i appreciate yeah. you for uh, bringing that to our you know to bringing that insight that's a word i was looking for forgive me i'm you know i'm, I'm struggling here but i'll have to make the tag here in a second but, but <laughs> that's what i was thinking the word inside uh, yeah. so I, I appreciate that
0: no, that's brilliant, mate. And I was just going to quickly ask you about um, the scenes where they're in uh, Whitechapel. What do you think about the costumes and everything that they got? Do you think they got it on point for someone in the 80s? Because you see a lot of the handlebar moustaches, the, the police, um, they kind of they don't dress like that anymore in the uk it's like that that would be called like a, a traditional bobby type police officer with the big hat and things like that but um what did you think sure. about the, the costumes uh, in this overall i think it's always uh unique to look at how they dressed
1: back in the 1800s because america yeah. was a lot the same way Yes. With what yeah. they, they had to wear. If you look at a lot of the early depictions, at least going just by the the, the drawings or the pictures and the images you can pull up online now, of, of at least how people assume, you know, early civilizations and cultures often dress. I mean, we had a lot of the cops uh, that probably borrowed it from the U.K. and Europe, uh, various countries with their stylings, so, you know, the, the officers with the big hats. I'm thinking of like the big northeastern cities like New York mm. City and. You think of that film with Martin Scorsese, uh, The Gangs of New York, because it was a rougher time. It, we, we think, you know, that that there was a lot of rough areas still presently, but even back then, that was 1800s. That was like after Ellis Island, and you had a lot of different cultures. Uh, that's why they call America a melting pot as well. So yeah, it, it was. Yeah, I, I liked it. The handlebar mustaches were always neat. I I tried to grow a mustache, and I, I had one for a little bit, and I scared people. <laughs> so they told me I needed to shave it off, so that's why I only go with a beard or goatee, or I just don't have any kind of facial hair. Uh, yeah. So that's a little funny uh, sidebar. But I, I always thought a handlebar mustache was kind of neat looking, especially yeah. depending on who was wearing it, can sport it. I mean, they, they made it look, what is the word, debonair? Would that work?
0: Yes. Yeah, debonair. Yeah, no, that's great, great point, mate. And it's also like – um there was just something that I just made a note of about this. I think they got it perfect with spending amount the amount of time they did with um, Logan when he was in um, London, and also going back to America where um, his other uh, his basically his teammates are where they're also tracking him. I think there wasn't too much time spent on either, so um, there was just enough for both. Um, both timelines, you could say. Yeah, I would say timelines. Yeah, this, yeah, this way you wouldn't get bored too
1: much with one yeah. uh, part of the story, but there was enough that related. So that was another uh, just outstanding point, Danny. And what about some of the scenes here? Where he, Speaking of uh, Logan, he has to travel back to uh, the uh, 1800s London, and Logan falls into the bed. <laughs> I'm laughing already. <laughs> While surprising a lady, she called for Charles, or, or Charles, her husband, to help her. And Logan has to knock out Charles because he's in the boxing stance. I mean, that that was hilarious.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed that. That was something – I'm shocked that they didn't do that on the movie because um, that was – yeah, that was a nice surprise to go back and see. But yeah, um, that's what I love about these random – like in anything with when it comes to timelines is that the fact that they can just drop uh, in any um, – well any scenario really like they could drop i believe there was a uh, scene in the movie where jean-claude van damme's character um he goes back to he goes back in time no actually he goes forward in time and then he ends up like he go- goes through time and then he basically lands underneath a truck in the uh on like the highway and things like that so it could be anywhere okay. that you could yeah, I, I think that's a really yeah. yeah
1: you just never know uh, and yeah. where that portal will take you. So it's the what ifs and unknown, the the uh, the sense of danger. Even though he he thought, hey, I'm just in this bed, but he, he didn't even uh, realize he was surprised that there was a lady in it, and hey, she was married. So naturally, the reaction she calls for her husband. He's one to defend her, her honor. But uh, little did the, the poor guy know, it I don't care how much boxing skill he thought, uh, he left himself <laughs> open because Logan obviously knows how to handle himself.
0: Oh, yeah. Big time. Man. He would have to be being a time-traveling police officer. Oh, <laughs> he yeah. would. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just I would encourage people to go. Uh, basically, get, all of them are on YouTube, thankfully, because um, for quite a few years I've been trying to track this down and uh i believe on amazon or something it was a lot of money just like the robocop um tv series there's a lot of um comparisons with that because it's something that's not well known but when you want to uh go and buy all the episodes they cost a lot but thankfully someone has put them on youtube so i would encourage anyone listening to this to go and check them out because the entire series is on youtube yeah, they're
1: fantastic. I, I want to watch more. We're, you know, I only got a opportunity to uh, review the first one, but I, I'm definitely going to be uh, going in order because it's only one season too. So we're we're not even talking. Unfortunately, it, it lasting several other seasons following no. the inaugural uh, season. So I, I would definitely concur with uh, your statement, Danny, and recommend this to anybody because it, it's just a different way of enjoying a cinematic presentation in an episonic yeah. form. And the the way they go to these cases, I mean, they did a great job because we're talking Jack the Ripper for the first ever episode. And right away you see that title. It makes you go, Hey, wait a second. I want to go uh, check this out.
0: And, and it's like, he just, that's the way I find for, um, not to give a spoiler, but they just take sort of real cases that actually happen. So that you, um, basically historic cases and it just has some sort of connection to like the real world and then they add this timeline oh it does it. yeah and, and hey another thing too i got a little ahead of myself
1: you know going by my notes uh you know just being very transparent with the audience here uh easter who was the uh, librarian which I, mm. I thought he, the casting on this was just fabulous, but he believed William, what was it, Gall? Is am I saying that correctly? It's spelled G U L L was yes. possibly um. the who the Ripper was back in history. But another problem the team faced involved, of course, his death, which that's in the the opening scene. We've discussed it. But that was another point I I just wanted to quickly, briefly just say, because I think that's important to kind of uh, relay that type of information. And, And even if it's the smallest minute detail, it's still very significant to the story. I mean, what were your suspicions? I mean, did you research Jack the Ripper the case? I mean, did you hear of William Gall or or any of these uh, people being possible uh, culprits for, you know, describing who Jack the Ripper uh, was.
0: Um, I haven't seen too much of the, uh, like what document, there's loads of documentaries on YouTube about Jack the Ripper, but I haven't heard or seen too many documentaries, but that is something I want to go and um, explore um, in the future because I'm a massive uh, true crime fan. And, but just going off of what I do know um, and just knowing uh, just basically how overpopulated London is and probably was back then as well for its size, I'm just picturing that this could have been multiple people. Um, and that's why there was never caught because um, I believe did they, actually, they suspected a few people in this case. And...
1: They okay. did. I, I'm not sure who they were. I'd have to go back yeah. and watch uh, the documentaries as well, or or just kind of read up on it. I'm, yeah. Because I, I used to uh, follow the Jack the Ripper the, the case alone, uh, quite a bit. But I like anything. I get off of it, or something else comes up. I hadn't been able to be as attentive to it. I know there's been several books uh, published yeah. by uh, you know various authors you know, detailing, really chronicalizing this kind of a uh, story, which is a true story, by the way, this, you're yeah. basing some of this off fantasy, but Jack the Ripper, that's what's I think neat about Tom Cop series that are similar in their, the way they present their formats is we are having a, a conversation about some, you know, true stories. They're not just some made up that are tying into some of the fantasy. So yeah. that right away makes a show a, not only unique, but separates it from other TV shows, so it's not the same, uh, you don't get put into too much of the same category. I hope that makes sense. That's something else I kind of took away when I watched it.
0: Yeah, no, you make perfect sense, mate, and that goes for the rest of the series, because um, all the episodes are based off of a real case, or have some sort of um, uh, connection to a real case, with just obviously changing names and things like that, because um, I have seen uh, three episodes so far and I, I think there's six or five five or six and uh, and it's like yeah like you can definitely tell they're using real life elements which is really cool yeah I, I think you have to you can't escape
1: it even if you yeah. wanted to make changes which they had to because of the basis of time cop as a concept uh, I'll tell you something else I like how it kind of went when Mary Kelly was actually a victim. You know, Logan discovers her, and he finds out he fights this other Jack the Ripper, the imposter. I, I put it down in my notes as Jack yeah. the Ripper, who we we find out is that just a guy that was actually what a kid or teenager who w- was able to come go back in time, but as an adult criminal, it was it was really yeah. uh, strange. But you know. And at first I was scratching my head, but in a good way, that doesn't mean it's always going to be a negative. It just, it actually added to the story. So, I mean, what were your thoughts? And you had the inspector or the guy that's over the police or kind of like their detective at the Whitechapel district, not believing, you know, this American guy that, because hey, are you kidding me? You, you, You mean to tell me you're from the future? You're from 2007. You're coming to 1800s. London England and it's Jack the ripper and you're you're gonna tell me you know how to solve the case I mean that that would uh confuse a lot of people and make people view you as crazy I mean so yeah. that was a natural reaction so I mean wh- what were your thoughts on uh, certain scenes as it's depicting this overall uh you know story I guess I'll just go back to the the word story
0: yeah no no um how old answer that would be? And like even today in two thousand twenty three, I can imagine somebody coming uh, from the future, uh, say four four thousand and eighty three or something like that, and just saying, "Oh, I'm from the future." The first thing that would happen is they would probably get locked up in uh, a mental health um, psychiatric ward because no one would believe that. So I can imagine. Um, just for the purposes of fantasy and story, um, somebody coming back from 2007 and going to uh, London, England, it will just be like what the, that because they were obviously less educated back then. It was like it will be like their minds would have been blown. It will be like um, very much like you see. Um, there's this great story about. Do you know about? I believe it's called Unsolicited People.
1: I, I, I have not, but I, I'm. Oh. You've got my interest uh, peaked for yeah. sure. Certainly. Yeah, so
0: basically, there there are tribes in jungles. I'm not exactly sure where, but I've I've seen these documentaries on YouTube where they've never talked to uh, another human being. Like they're humans, but they are isolated from just basically civilization one day a plane was flying over one of their tribes and dropped a coke can into the jungle that they were in so they mm. thought that that was a message from god so they started they built a massive coke can out of like sticks everything like that they and they started praying to the massive coke can because they thought that that was their god and I'm always fascinated with things like that. It's like, wow, just like that just shows yeah, um, the lack they of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, your point, your
1: point, and I concur. I mean, it, they didn't have the technology that, mm. that's so ad- advancing like it is now. And you could see why he was questioning, you know, Logan yeah. uh, during a, a certain scene. Uh, but, yeah, that's very – I'm going to have to pull that up about the Coke, uh, about yeah. them – acting as if it was god a message from heaven yeah i've never heard that story so see i'm learning and getting an education <laughs> from scottish danny folks okay there there you have it uh ian Pascoe, That that's it danny that's who the name of the uh the imposter kind of uh poser i, I would call him jack the ripper he's a teenager battling his adult self because they they went through yeah. the records like a cop show i yeah. mean because they are cops they are agents that are because there's always criminals that, trying to change and, and rewrite history for the wrong reasons, and that's what case in point he was attempting to do or was. And yeah. Ann Thompson, let's talk about how important she was to uh, trying. He was trying to get, you know, Logan was trying to convince her to get, you know, draw a picture, get it into the headline. You can help me out if I'm I'm wrong or missing things. So. There was more fight sequences, and uh, tell us about that, that end and, and any other parts I left out, because I'm, I'm interested to hear your take on this.
0: It was, to me, I don't want to say it was lacking, because this, to me, this episode felt like five minutes. What I would say is I almost wanted more of this episode to go on. I wanted this to be a two-parter, because there's so much to cover. But at the same time, I'm happy that nothing felt like it was stretched out. I mean, did that feel like it to you, mate? I'm glad it was not stretched out. Sure, it went fast. Uh,
1: five-minute analogy is true, because what? Without advertisements on YouTube, just what, about 45 yeah. minutes probably at the most? So I, I think that's the key component, is that it leaves you wanting more. Any good series should leave you wanting to watch more of it, to binge, as they would say for a lot of the Netflix and Hulu series. YouTube, you could use all these platforms that are... That are good for us uh, that have been vital, actually, would be another way to say it in helping our researcher doing our homework. And yeah. uh, I, I w- I'm with you though that with Jack the Ripper, I wanted to see more because these stories you could play out, you know, based on reality, adding the fantasy combination to it. but I, I see why they did it. Every TV show needs to hook you then leaving you want to desire more. So I, I could see both perspectives
0: yeah greatly said mate and basically that's uh, gonna wrap us up um for this week um all this time uh, because uh, i i just want to say i really enjoyed this episode of time and cop and will you be i did going, too yeah will you be going back and watching uh, episode two
1: well i'll be watching episode two and I'll, i'm going to try to watch the the full season when i get more time i but I, I'm glad I devoted enough of that time to watch the first one because now I'm hooked. So thanks yes. to Scottish Danny. I am yeah. a lifer, man. I'm a fan. I've got to go back and watch the movie. I'm ashamed, you know, and some of our knowledge and fandom that I have not watched the movie Tom Cop with Jean Claude Van Damme. I, I'm a huge fan of his as well. So that's sad. I, I need help. I need to go back no. and watch I'm just teasing, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to be a little funny, which I'm not, no. Danny. He, he laughed to help me. Uh, that's kind of the, you know, that's what a good host and co-host does. And that's got to Stanny. But, hey, seriously, I, I had a blast, Danny. It's it's always a wonderful and very exciting and fun time uh, joining you uh, doing back when. And I just, I'm loving this ride we're on, man. And on SJP World Media, shout out to the great side pal. Uh, anything you want to plug? And then I'll plug some things as well, projects of what
0: we're doing but uh, yeah, take us home, buddy. Yeah, so you can follow me on Twitter at Juggalo, You can hear me on One Man's Meat podcast with the great Chris Bellis. You can hear me on Nitro Nights with the great Si Powell, And you can hear me uh, here next time with the great Ty Peters, where at some point we have to look at the movie, don't we? Yeah, we, we do. I think maybe we could do that uh, for mm. a, a future
1: episode. And you can follow me at tyler 86 on Twitter. You can follow me... Uh, actually, forget just follow me. Follow Scottish Danny and all the programs <laughs> he just mentioned. Also in the corner with Benny Mac. Yeah. Whether I'm on the show or not, Benny Mac is just such a treasure. Great program has a new show as we're recording now that's just been released. Of course, I-Pal si all his amazing shows. Josh board show RSH is always wonderful. Has it, had a new episode just released uh, as we're recording. Also, so there's so much content. It's hard. Also, got to plug the Rewind Wrestling Radio Show. Yeah. Uh, as far as podcasting, uh, Standing Strong with Waylon Myers. I just got confirmation it'll be back. Check that out. The Uncensored Wrestling Podcast also back when, of course, with the Great Scottish Danny, and uh, the Weekly Report. I want to plug Wrestle Buddy and Geek Buddy, and uh, I think I've got everyone covered. Uh, so I hope I get some Christmas cards next year. But if not, I'm not going to hold it against them. But uh, once again, Danny, it's been great, man. I, I'm just so honored, like you, to uh, be on these uh, plethora of just tremendous programs.
0: No, definitely the same goes for me, mate. I mean, there's so much great shows on everything. Just yeah, I mean, been fantastic. Oh, there but, is. Yeah, I've just it's just been fantastic catching back up with you, mate. And the next time. Oh, it uh, has. Yeah, it's been a long time. I,
1: I think we we didn't we're not able to let me back up record since probably. The last of 2022, which has not been too long ago, but it's just seemed forever. It's still been yeah. over a month, almost two months now. So we were due. That's why I, I gotta admit I wanted to share about Judas Priest and some different ones to remind people. Hey, we things just had came up. We got busy with other
0: projects, even other podcasts, but
1: we were returning.
0: We were gonna yeah. be back. Yeah. And that's the beauty of this. We could just do this anytime. Um and I just I for your doing. Oh, I agree on in the corner. Um, oh, thank you. I mean, I I don't want to say I've gone off of uh, current wrestling or anything like that, but uh, how I keep up to date is through you and Benny Mac and just a few other, and obviously if you follow along with the dirt sheets and things like that. But yeah, you're doing absolutely brilliant, mate. I, I appreciate that, and I, I want to thank the great Benny Mac for having me.
1: He actually got to do this uh, last one solo, and I, hey, I recommend his solo ones are, are fantastic as well, even if he don't have me or a guest. Uh, he's had Si Powell on there as well, the, our great friend who uh, is our producer, who who makes this possible. So uh, yeah. shout out to Si. And hey, Nitro Nuts, it's just been great. I, I've got to catch up on that, but I, I love what you're doing, chain wrestling with the uh, Lord Max, I, I love the, uh, speaking of different accents in Britain, I, I love <laughs> how sides from, from that part of England, you got Lord Max up, and I guess what, Danny, the northern part, so you hear more of that, yeah. that kind of English accent, that's cool, and uh, I respect their their perspectives as well, just like yours, so, and I, I'll let you wrap it up, because uh, I'm, I'm talking a little too much, please, no, uh, no, somebody I mean. ha- have a be quiet moment, or, or button,
0: however you no. want to word it, but <laughs> I'm, I'm just having a blast. You are mate, and it's really good to chat with you, mate. And so the next time we sit down, we'll uh, be discussing uh, what you have chosen for a topic. Um, Do you have any ideas or?
1: Um, Uh, I'm sure I'll have
0: to think about it. I will have, uh, I'll definitely have an
1: idea, but I'm going to have to kind of think on it, sleep on it even. And, uh, but don't worry, we will be back with a new episode. And that's the the beauty of doing these programs. Me and Danny will take turns deciding what we're going to be having a chat about. And it's always going to be fun. So Scottish Danny, I will, uh, I'll say goodbye for now. And I'll let you wrap this thing up, but I I so appreciate your time. and, And this has been just a lot of fun.
0: Me too, mate. Thank you very much, mate. And take care everybody and see you next time.